time for episode number 34 of Timberwolves Explosion. As we are available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes, it is great to have you with me today. Also available on timberwolvespress.com. And uh, on thesportstuff.com, there's a button in the right-hand corner. Click on that. It says TSS Boards. That's how you'll be prompted to sign up and join the family on thesportstuff.com, where we don't just watch sports, we get involved. And in the referral bar, type in Paladino Live, two separate words, P-A-L-A-D-I-N-O, Live. And then that's how I could be mentioned as a referral. I don't make money doing it, it's just more or less saying I care about the website and brought more people on board. So that's what counts to me. So it'll be great to have you on board there. That's how you can interact with me, other podcasters, and vote on our polls in the podcasters section on the sportstuff.com boards. All right, real quick. Also today, TimberwolvesPress.com also hosts Timberwolves Explosion. Great to be a part of that website as well. Your one-stop source for everything Timberwolves basketball since 2007, where we have broken many stories along the way, including the Kevin Love trade, for o, uh, the O.J. Mayo trade for Kevin Love, the uh, Al Jefferson injury, and, of course, the goofy Stefan Marbury thing that I caught. Um, but we won't get into that anymore. As today, I'm joined by Marcus the Forecaster, as uh, we'll be talking to him here in the next segment, as this is just the intro, of course. And uh, today we're going to talk about just some of the off-season moves, kind of the wackiness that's going on today or the last week or so, and uh, of course training camp starting on Tuesday. So with no further ado, we're going to take a uh, slightly longer break, and we'll be back right after this. Here on the SportsStuff.com, join the family with Purple Mafia. With Brett Favre now in the mix with Adrian Peterson, the best running back there is, along with the new Purple People Eaters, the Viking ship is on course for something great. We're available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. We'll bring you the most honest and passionate Viking show there is. Here on thesportstuff.com, we're turning up the tempo on Brave the Wild. A new era has come to the state of hockey with new attitude, Martin Hamlet, a more open style with coach Todd Richards, and a new philosophy in general manager Chuck Fletcher. We're available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. Answer the call and get ready to brave the wild. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 34, which is a reminder for iPod, Microsoft Zune, and MP3 player users. Thank you always for joining the show and being a part of things. Please tell a friend. It's, uh, you know, this, this, this team's fan base is very strong, but, you know, we're, we're kind of small right now. We need, to, we need to build our little Timberwolves fan base. As uh, This other day, I was, I was reading this. I mean, I found this, this uh, Yahoo Sports magazine, and it was like, you know, it was an NBA preview and everything, and I, and I look at the Timberwolves, and it's like, it's like everything they said was was like they're the worst team ever. What what the hell? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't uh, get that. I think if our team was more vocal, let's say the Knicks will look better. Yeah, the Knicks. 
Yeah, it's like, why, why, did, why in the hell did they like the New York Knicks more than the Timberwolves so much? Well, they have the truth. You know, they have Gallin- Gallinari. Gallinari, oh yes. You know. Gallinari, yeah, for all, all five points a game, we averaged if that. <laughs> yeah, who do we have? Just uh, Jefferson, Flynn, and, and uh, K-Love? Yeah, I, I got to think that that top lineup's, I mean, Kev, Kevin Love's better than David Lee, you think? Oh, yeah. Es- especially long-term. We, we definitely know Al Jeffers is better than David Lee. <laughs> Oh yes, in sessions. I mean, yeah. That's who's their starting point guard? Uh, Duhan. Yeah, right now, or else Nate Robinson is. I don't know what he is. What is he? Five foot ten, five nine, or something. Yeah, he's a he's a combo guard, but we but sessions is better than both of them. I would think the the only I mean the only <laughs> concern with sessions is he's a. You know he he can't make he he can't shoot threes. That's the only thing I kind of have a concern. But other than that, it's always something I could develop later. Yeah, like Rip Hamilton. I mean, you say the same thing about uh, Wade. I mean, he gets to the line. So yeah. Oh Wade, yeah, yeah. It's like he does get to the yeah. Because I remember Dwayne Wade. There was a point in his career he never shot threes. I, I still remember that when he was on my fantasy team. Yeah, he years ago. still doesn't shoot many. No, but like, like when he does, it's just, I, I still remember that game we played against them last year in Miami, it was like, boom, like he just stood there and just shot it and nailed it right away. Yeah, I think that's just because it's like uh, Rondo, you don't expect him to shoot, so you give him at least 10 feet from the three-point line. Mm-hmm, and then it goes in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think eventually Sessions could develop into that, and Shucks, uh, Kurt Rambis on Barrero last week even talked about that, how he's like, hey, you know, just shoot the ball like this, he kind of talked about his mechanics. So Kurt, Kurt Rambich is kind of one of those type of guys who's, you know, he knows so many intangibles. That's what I'm excited about with him. Yeah. Got to like Kurt Rambich. And plus, I'm sure he's going to be uh, working on his, uh, his shooting. Now that he knows he's going to get uh, consistent minutes. And he's on a, a long contract. Mm-hmm. Sessions, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a four-year deal. I think the fourth year is a, I think it's a player option. I can't remember. I think, yeah. So he really, you know, I guess apparently he never had a, a longer contract offer available. It's one thing I talked about on a previous show. But yeah, I don't know. What do you think of this Pekovic guy? Like some, like I even heard just uh, the other day they're talking about he's he's even good at defense. Is he? Yeah, that's something I didn't even I didn't even know about that at all. Like when I think Pekovic, I think uh, or not Pekovic. That's ah uh, Pavlovich. Pavlovich. Yeah. I get all these names mixed up. Yeah, I haven't heard much, uh, much about him. Just that uh, he's a power forward. I don't mm-hmm. think that we need more power forwards. Oh, isn't he a shooting guard? Like shooting guard, small forward, Pavlovich? I think so. I'm thinking of the. Uh, oh, you're thinking of <laughs> Petrov? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. that's that's yeah. right. Yeah, there's three. <laughs> yeah, Pekovic is the center. Pa- uh, Petrov and then Pavlovich. It gets confusing. Yeah. What's next? Rakosevich. Igor Rakosevich makes his return to Minnesota. Yeah, it just gets to be... It gets weird. I mean, the one thing, speaking of... Uh, which one am I going at? Petrov. Here we go. <laughs> Petrov. Yeah, he's at least a... He's a good rebounder anyway. Like, better than I expected. Yeah, I heard bad things he's about cheating. him. Because uh, one thing I noticed that when LeBron was injured and he had consistent uh, uh, minutes, uh, he played pretty well. Mm-hmm. But then after that, as soon as LeBron came back, he was he was right back to the bench. Yeah, which is like, like the eighth guy. Mm-hmm. It's like here we go again. Yeah, yeah, Pavlovich. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
And I heard that uh, and the sons just gave up on him. Just they just let him go. Yeah, and the, the sons need to, hate him. Yeah, <laughs> and the sons the sons just uh, when it comes to the yeah, and the sons just flat gave up. They didn't even care, and, and they're a team that needs pieces. They don't have any anymore. Yeah, well, I think what happened, he will be the, uh, the uh, like, uh, Sasha for the Lakers. Oh, yeah. To come in, you know, for a little defense and shoot shoot some uh, open threes. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what I think uh, Rhombus, why uh, Rhombus wants him here. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of, yeah, just to kind of be a little bit of an outside threat, because Wayne Ellington's the only other guy we got to shoot threes right now. Yeah. I mean, he's all we got. Yeah, he's not, he's not NBA uh, proven, so. Mm-hmm. But I think Ellison, I think Ellison will be become a starter. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, he's yeah. yeah. It's like that right now. It's kind of the, the shooting guard spot. I mean, they're they were, they're talking about having sessions and uh, Flynn together. It's kind of like he's like the, the the new Rubio now. It's like yeah. It's like they're it's like all of a sudden they're set on having a tiny backcourt, which is kind of funny. This is a way to uh, see how that experiment will work if mm-hmm. Rubio were to come here. Mm-hmm. I guess you could look at it that way. Yeah. I mean, though, I'm going to say this on air right now for all of you listening. I think it's less than a 50% chance Ricky Rubio plays in Minnesota ever. And I, I hate saying it, but I don't I don't know. Like Dan Barrero on his Twitter. <laughs> Did you see it, Marcus? Well, no. Oh, no, you probably didn't. Yeah, I don't know if you follow that or not. He put, I'm a Dinjad from New York State. Ricky Rubio will never play in Minnesota. <laughs> it's like, I'm a Dinjad. <laughs> That's just Dan Barrero's weird sense of humor. Yeah, I don't think he'll play here either. No, it just it doesn't look like it's going to happen. And at one point, it looked like, oh yeah, it's going to all work out. And then when he backs out at the last second, that's a bad sign. If he had a really great shooting guard, I could see him playing here. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Until then, we need a point guard who can get to the line and score, and, mm. that, and that's Flynn. Yeah, I, I strongly agree because the guy just watching those videos, I, like I'll say a thousand times. Back in the draft, you know, like when it was like a month leading up to the draft, <coughs> it's like there were, uh, there were, I believe, 10 players, no, 20 players, like with videos or 15 players, and then I was just kind of screwing around, you know, watching the typical guys like, you know, Tyreek Evans and and uh, uh, DeRozan and all of them. It's like DeRozan looked athletic, Tyreek looked good and kind of and, and kind of halfway interesting at times. And then I'm like, who's this Johnny Flynn guy, number 10? And then it's just like, what the hell? And then I had to watch it two or three times to like believe what I was seeing. And Yeah, I mean, the guy's just like nonstop. He's just got a nonstop, relentless attack. He, he's, yeah. call me goofy, but he's kind of like a NBA's Brett Favre, you know? <laughs> just he's a, I think he has a chance to be something like that. Yeah, like Han said, I think he's a born leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he even went as far as to say budding uh, superstar. Unreal GM, our yeah. favorite website we go to. Budding superstar. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I believe it, too. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, it's like he's one of those guys, you watch his videos, and you're just like, it's like you don't want to base your draft prospects on, on videos, but then when you watch him, it's like, are you serious? Is this real? It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Rubio needs to be on the, uh, like a, a shooting team. Yeah, yeah, because he's because he's not a shooter, yeah. and he wants to always kind of dish out. He's the kind of guy who could maybe dish out to the open man. And the one funny part about him is, you know, they people are starting to come back with this take: is 
if we base Ricky Rubio's future stardom on a couple of videos where he's just flinging wild cross-court passes at people, if that's the best we can do, then what is he really going to be anyway? That's one thing people are kind of scared of coming in is some of the passes he was making in those games are passes if you try to do in the NBA, turnover. Yeah. You know, because they're just they're too far away. Like Any type uh, of Kevin Love's outlet. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the old the old outlook like we call it, right? The outlook pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah, you know what I love? Yeah, cuz that's what was the best part about the whole thing. This is it's <laughs> the best part about the whole thing is that uh they're like, "Oh my god, we just love his outlook pass. It's going to make the whole yeah. team better." And then like 2 weeks into the season, what does Jim Peterson say? You know, you just can't make that play in the NBA. It just doesn't work. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what the? You mean we did, we we based our future on a, on a guy who does something? Oh, that doesn't work in the NBA. Yeah. It was like what? That's like I just bought Microsoft XP, but oh, it doesn't work in uh, it doesn't work in the Northern Hemisphere. Ah, oh, oh man, I just gave away the best Macintosh computer ever for Windows XP that doesn't work in the Northern Hemisphere. That's that's bogus. Uh, no. <laughs> that, that, that won't fly here in the NBA. I'm sorry. It's like, what? Yeah, it's, it's it's the that's the joke about about things. Sometimes it's like they come back to bite you, you know. But now, oh yeah, one other topic, you know, that I was I'd like to get into is you know this whole point guard thing. How you know on Real GM they make fun of us of the whole point guard thing over and over again. How yeah, we traded was that we keep making all these trades and stuff. Like, well, we've made, like, 19 trades for all these different veteran point guards and stuff. And we, we got Chucky Atkins, you know, you know, little Chucky Atkins, who's, who's, who's had some kind of value. You know, he's had value in the past, and he's a veteran. He's been through everything. He was, like, an undrafted rookie. He's been a tough guy over his career. He's been on good teams and bad teams, like, every every year he's on a different team. And, you know, they're saying how the Wolves really need a veteran backup third string type of point guard. So lo and behold we wave or yeah, we well first of all we trade for Antonio Daniels. Yeah. And you know, and that was a great trade financially because you get rid of uh here we go, another one. Darius Sangaila. At least his name doesn't start with a P, so we don't get too confused <laughs> here. Oh God, it gets confusing. Alright, I'm sorry. But um yeah, you trade away his uh, two, you know, two extra years on his deal that we didn't want to get Antonio Daniels. You're like, oh, there it is. There's your veteran point guard who will, you know, you know, be a tutor and all that stuff. Oh, he wants more playing time, and he wants to play on a contender. Yeah. <laughs> and but first, we wave Chucky Atkins the day before that comes out, and it's like, <coughs> well, there was your veteran guy you could have had, even if just for one lousy little year, it wouldn't hurt your team. We wave him, and then Daniels wants a trade. So it's like, you could have just kept uh, Atkins all along, really, and just bought out Daniels because they're saying they already have deal a deal to buy him out. Yeah. Isn't that funny? I mean, do you think we should have well, kept Atkins or not worth it? It's, it's, plus, it depends. We don't know what's going on um, behind the scenes. Like, he could be the type who's, like, you know, I don't have time for that. That's not what I'm here for, you know. Oh, Chucky? Yeah. That's possible, yeah, because Daniels apparently is saying that. Like, not in a rude way, but... He'd prefer to, you know, he'd prefer to play on a, a better team. I mean, it's, the other thing is, though, you just know any type of trade, how they're saying we're going to sneak a trade, you just know it's dead. Especially when, you know, they already say the, the bio deal's already in place if we can't trade them. Yeah. It's like, you just know the deal's dead. 
unless they're looking for you know unless they're looking for an expired contract. But why would uh, why would we want to trade expired contract for a longer contract? It's like there's no way David Kahn's going to do that. Yeah, you know. Anybody we sign, it's a one-year deal or it's veteran minimum or something. I'm like Chucky, maybe maybe you bring him back. <laughs> bring Chucky back for like eight hundred thousand or whatever. Hmm? Actually, I wouldn't mind uh, uh, who's who's phrasing um, Brevin Knight. Oh, uh, yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, that's a guy I've always liked, Brevin Knight. He's like a veteran. Yeah, he's a, he's a free agent right now, so. Oh yeah, I mean, I didn't even think about him. That would be excellent if if it's possible. Because remember, he went to all teams. He went to the L.A. Clippers last year. That's like you know purgatory. And the best thing would have been to keep uh, uh, Daniels because he's a combo guard, so he can keep, teach both uh, Sessions and Flynn how to how to uh, play. Yeah, he's he's kind of like a, he was kind of like an old Sessions, except you know the only yeah you know when you think about it. The only thing with poor Antonio Daniels is instead of being a second-round pick that, that ended up being way better than everybody expected, he was fourth overall and was, you know, eight-points-a-game guy. <laughs> fourth overall to your favorite Vancouver Grizzlies franchise. <laughs> Who could we get? Another thing I hate is just how... It's like, how can they say we're not better than last, last uh, year? Yeah, that's in, it's baloney. I mean, the only reason that people like to come up with, they always want to come up with the fact we traded away Randy Foy and Mike Miller. You know, there goes our depth. Yeah. And what did Mike Miller do last year? Let's see. He let's see. He got the ball and he passed it, and he tweaked his ankle, and then he got the ball and passed it, and he tweaked his ankle again. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then he he got the ball and he passed it away again, and then he hurt his ankle again. It's like that was a ten million dollar piece of expletive. You know? The only thing I wish you would have uh, done is kept uh, Craig Smith. That is a, yeah, that, that's a take I've agreed with you. Yeah, I've mentioned on the previous shows. Man, you know, now in hindsight, it's like all these trades we keep doing, it's funny, every single power forward almost on the roster other than Al Jefferson and uh, Kevin Love, we've traded away. You know, every single yeah. one. It's like, yeah, you trade Madsen, uh, Madsen, for a guard, you trade away Sangaila for a guard. You trade away Craig Smith for a guard. You know, it's like, yeah. okay, where's the power forward? Is it uh, Petrov? Petrov. We'll see about Petrov. You know, like you know, I know that's the that's the one we got from the Wizards, by the way. I know you're getting confused, like I am. Pekovic is the ah, Pekovic is the center that is not here. Petrov is the power forward center that is here, and eh, he's a wild card. He's he's inexpensive, and then of course Pavlovich. As the three-point shooting guard forward, blah 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 blah. Oh boy! <laughs> but no, it's just yeah, yeah. We can just get lost in those, uh, in, in some of those. No offense to anybody out there, but yeah, we get lost in some of those guys at times. Get confused. But um, the other take is, uh, well, right now the yeah, it's. It's kind of come to that. Who's the point? Who's going to be the third point guard? Who's going to be the Kevin Ollie? Because because he's gone. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing that Kevin Ollie. Yeah, we could have kept him. You know, he would have been the perfect guy, and he he wants to be an assistant coach. Remember that? I didn't know it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh you yeah, remember that from last year? Almost the whole year. Yeah, he kept 
I mean, yeah, yeah, like I'm kind of hinting at, yeah, he wants to be an assistant coach. It'd be a nice move, I think, but... Not that we don't have enough assistants already, but, you know, he would have kind of been like a player assistant coach, uh, you know, for the young guys. And and he liked that role. Now we got to find another guy just like him. Yeah. It's almost it's almost impossible to do. Or... Well, you're right, because if Flynn gets injured, well, I guess... Oh, boy. Well, then you have Sessions. Yeah, but then there's no more... Who's the next point guard after Sessions, then? You know... Well, Sessions, well, no. well, we wouldn't need another point guard, because you could just, well, no, yeah, you would. Yeah, because Sessions would be the lad, the only one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, you do, you do need one other guy, and it's getting interesting. I'll be like, Brevin Knight would be a guy I'd love. Yeah. He's kind of like, he's kind of got some similarities to Flynn in a sense of, you know, the defensive tenacity and, and the good passing. That's the part. I mean, he's obviously not going to be as good as he's not as well, he's not as good a scorer as Johnny Flynn will be. But yeah, I think he's got a chance. Actually, I think we'll have to sign the, another combo. Just yeah, I think we'll have to sign another combo guard. Or have to get a trade. Yeah, if, if we're actually going to trade Blunt or Daniels, if there's any chance. There's any. Chance. Actually, um, I know the, uh, the 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 Mavs wanted a uh, two for one trade. Mm. So maybe we can get a point guard from them. Yeah, the, the funny part is, yeah, see, there isn't really anybody on the Dallas roster right now that would really fit fit that role. But this one guy on uh, Real GM on the post, Kalam44, he mentions his possibilities for third point guard. Bobby Jackson, Tyrone Lou, Jason Harder, Blake Adder, remember that guy? Yeah. And then... He was a, kind of a solid player, but Blake Iyer, and he, you know, if you're talking about a veteran, that's not him. Bobby yeah. Jackson knows your kind is a combo guard. Yeah, but how much was he want? Who play Bobby? Yeah. Yeah, he in the past he's been a fairly. He's kind of he's 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 been expensive in the past. Right now though, he's shocked. He is 36, 36 years old. So he's he's at that point now. He probably isn't really in as much of a position to demand too much. Yeah, and will he? Want even one in minutes? Mm, yeah, he's he's been he's in the past. He's been a guy who's always wanted minutes. Yeah, plus with uh with uh Lou, I don't think he's even uh, in the right condition. Yeah, oh, like the in, like injuries or no? It looked like he was just out of shape. Mm, yeah, that, that's something to worry about. That's yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. And I, and and also another thing with Lou too. It's like. Sometimes he's valuable, and other times it's like almost like he's worthless. <laughs> you know, he's one of those guys you don't really know what you're getting until you see it. And actually, I think that uh, we were probably pretty safe uh, not signing a point guy right now. You sure? And just waiting. Yeah, or maybe the training camp inventory. Because I remember last year that's what Kevin Ollie was anyway. Remember that? Oh. So yeah, like maybe. That's one thing I was thinking about earlier today. I should have just, it just kind of, I just kind of, my the light bulb went off. It came back as, you know, you got to, you know, maybe it's just somebody who is a camp invitee and, oh, yeah, I remember him. You know, he's had a, he's been around a while. He's just, you know, like, yeah, Anthony Carter was a training camp invitee to the Wolves about five, six years ago. You know, the last year we, the last year after we made the playoffs, <laughs> Anthony Carter came and he's still in the league. 
all, all those years later, he's still, he's like a nice, yeah, he's a nice weapon on Denver, isn't he? Actually, I'm going to uh, bring Marcus Jordan. DeMar- um, DeMarcus Jordan? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That guy I like a lot. The uh, Oh, you mean De- DeAndre Jordan? DeAndre, uh, the Clippers? No. De- oh, which one is that? Uh, I think I can remember. Yeah, it's like, uh, I guess you're probably thinking about DeAndre Jordan, but, yeah, as after, yeah, but overall, yeah, I mean, again, the frustration going on right now is just the whole deal of, everybody thinks the Timberwolves are just like the worst team ever, like that Yahoo Sports magazine that I mentioned. Yeah. It, it's frustrating. I, I don't understand why everybody thinks they're so horrible. Actually, I want to make a prediction. Oh, what's that? All right. Wade will become... A wolf. Yeah, oh, say it, say it, say it louder. Wade, Wade will come here. Yeah, Marcus Vilcher. Marcus, the forecaster, just made the, the biggest forecast. prediction. The forecaster is making a forecast here. The biggest prediction in Timberwolves history has just been made on Timberwolves Explosion. <laughs> Timberwolves Explosion, yeah. He do, yeah, you, you really see it? Uh, like, uh, make make your case for the for the listeners here today. They always keep us out of the conversations of... Oh, New Jersey, the the Knicks, and uh, the Bulls are the only team that can uh, lure in the uh, big name free agents. But mm-hmm. if you look at the team, if say the Nets, who they have uh, Harris and Lee and Courtney Lee, yeah, yeah, there's their backcourt. Yeah, they have uh, Devin Harris, but he's he's good. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh yeah, you can't forget. Uh, uh, Brooke Lopez? Brooke Lopez, yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh, don't forget about Yi. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Yi. Oh, God. He's, you know, just add him on Wade in the next, uh, you know, champions. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> say he goes to uh, New York, you're going to yeah. have, uh, oh, God, what a Duhan. Mess. Yeah. The truth, Duhan. The truth. Wade. <laughs> you know, uh, Gallinari. Oh, uh, no, no, you see, you know, he's interesting, but I, yeah, he's no franchise yeah, changer. Yeah, he's not improving, yeah. It's not, no. And, and, uh, he's definitely not a franchise changer. Uh, and Lee. Yeah, David Lee, yeah. Who's, he, he, he rebounds and he scores a couple points, but he doesn't, he doesn't really stand out much except in the rebounding category. Yeah. He's like a poor man's Kevin Love, really. Then again, what am I saying? I mean, Kevin Love isn't proving himself either, as much as some, that might piss off some of the listeners when I say that, but he really hasn't. Kevin Love, uh, you know, he's, he's better than, uh, then again, I, uh, I'll be careful. Kevin Love, later in the year, looked pretty damn good. Yeah. Like, long term. He's, he's only getting better. Yeah, yeah, and long term, if I, you know, yeah, as long as his attitude stays in the right place, he could be pretty good. If he doesn't get all, you know, down and pissed off when things don't go so well, you know. He gets kind of down on, I don't know if it's himself or what it is, just gets upset, you know. Oh, yeah, thinking about it on the Knicks, like, like who's on their bench? Yeah, that's, <laughs> the Knicks are, yeah, they don't even have uh, Jamal Crawford anymore. It's just a diseased mess. Oh, you have the, oh, Curry coming off the bench. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Eddie Curry? Yeah. That's the guy. Yep, yep, yeah. like, yeah, like on the the crossover, which is a show that's just awesome. I recommend you listen to sportsstuff.com and iTunes, just kick butt show. Yeah, I mean, they, they often talk about uh, 
<laughs> the truth. Yeah, they say about... Now, he's the real Curry. truth, man. Right. You know, you have the truth in Duhon, but Curry's the real truth. No. Yeah, and, and waiting <laughs> on that team, that's even better. That's the next championship right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's the funny part about all of it. You know, that's where your case does, you know, as we're wrapping up the show here in about one minute. So just uh, due to time constraints, we'll keep that to ourselves. But <laughs> um, there is, yeah, I mean, you, you make the case about all the other teams that, uh, that are going to have the cap space going into t- uh, 2010. I keep thinking of 2012 because of some creepy reason. But, you know, Johnny Flynn and Dwayne Wade in the backcourt. Yeah. L. Jefferson and Kevin Love in the front court, and what if Corey Brewer pans out? Yeah, in the bench for uh, Corey Brewer, Gomes, oh, man. Sessions. That, she's yeah. You know, Ellington. Like Ellington. We'll yeah, if 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 he pans out, yeah. Yeah. Might have Wilkins still. And I think there'll be one more. I think there'll be one more. You know, piece also. I think yeah. we'll get one more other guy via trade or free agency. Yeah, and then if Wade stays here, comes uh, uh, Rubio. Yeah. If yeah, not Rubio, Rubio, another Sart. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'd make some it. type of trade. We'll have to. But, yeah. But, yeah, as uh, we're going to wrap up the show with that. I mean, that is a very bold prediction. Yet, when you look at it, I mean, the Knicks, the Nets, I, I don't know. The, the the Bulls? The Bulls are all like a kind of a distant possibility. but They'll have Rose and Wade, but their playing styles are too similar. Mm-hmm. And then oh, yeah. They yeah. won't have... Uh, Salmons. Mm-hmm. They have Luol Deng, who oh. is injury prone. Every five minutes, he gets hurt. Yeah, they would have to let Thomas go, and maybe a, and Brad Miller. Mm-hmm. So they just have Noah. Yeah, you know, and uh, who and uh, Noah says Noah to scoring uh, and Gray, no mm-hmm. inside threat at all. And then the bench is is thin. Mm-hmm. And they have uh, uh, Heinrich come off the bench. It's probably the strongest mm-hmm. player. Off the bench. Yeah, and Kirk Heinrich, you know, Captain Kirk, as Coach likes to call him, he's, he's nothing special either. And expensive. Yeah. So I doubt that way to go there. He'll go there to visit family from uh, Minnesota. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the other thing, too. Like, other than Milwaukee, we're the next closest spot. Or maybe Indiana. He's not going to Indiana. So there's just no way. Um, yeah. That's that's the conclusion we're going to come with on Timberwolves Explosion today. And, uh, man, I thank you, Marcus. Thank you very much. Thank you for being on board. We'll get you on again very soon, I hope. This is a lot of fun to do, always. And uh, do call into the phone lines. Excuse me, 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877 is the voicemail. Call in for Timberwolves Explosion. Mention which show you're calling in for. Leave your comments, shout out, whatever it is, and join in. And uh, until, oh, about a week from now or so, we're going to... Let you go, and we'll talk to you very soon. Take care.